This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy. And again, as always, here with you every single Saturday to help you navigate owning that car, whatever that may be, whether it's just cruising around, figuring out what kind of gas to put in it, and holy mackerel, I went to QT this morning, $4.99 a gallon. I don't know what happened. I was out of town for a couple weeks and come back and kablammo, fuel prices are up. So we'll talk a little bit about that. You know, are you really using the right fuel for your car? You don't need premium if your car doesn't want premium. If you're putting it in to make it run better, well, we need to fix the problem, not not covered up by buying expensive fuel. Um Spring cleaning time for the car, maybe. Weather's beautiful. We're kind of, gosh, it was 80 degrees the other day, then 60. I don't know what the heck is going on, but we'll take it. And, you know, I, like I said, I was out of town, a bit, little bit under the weather. You can still hear it, I think, in my voice just a tad bit. Uh, I suffered last week in that first half hour. We didn't have very many people calling in, so I need some help out there. Call in so I don't have to talk so much. 602. It's 602-277-5827, 602-277-KTAR, if you like to have the, the the letters there to remember it. And if you want to text, I'm having some difficulties, but I think I'll be able to get on my text message box here at 411923. So whatever's going on with your car, we're here to help you out. It doesn't matter when I'm up here standing on my soapbox yapping about fuel prices or you're supposed to do an oil change every five. 5,000 miles or 10,000, you know, um, it's whatever you want to talk about. So, you know, maybe you went to the shop and got that list, and we always talk about the list. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. I had a, a, a friend of a friend uh, call me up, you know, some relation Couple, couple separations, I guess, if you will, and they said, "Oh my gosh, we, you know, we, we have some troubles. We need some help getting a, a repair done. Can you, you know, help us out a little bit? I'm sure we can. I'm not a bank, but I can help with some financing. People are having a little bit of difficulty. They said, "Gosh, this car's been great. We've never had anything wrong with it, and I just can't imagine. We went someplace, and they said all this stuff. Well, it turns out they did have a bad alternator." But they were shocked to learn that this 10-year-old car, the 120,000 miles, suddenly needed four or $5,000 of work, and they just couldn't fathom that. <laughs> and and it, it's kind of an interesting conversation we have sometimes. And, and, and you know, But just take a minute back and think about that. Step back. Like I just stepped away from the microphone on accident a little bit. But step back and just apply some logic to that comment. I've never had to do anything, and now all of a sudden it needs all this work. No, it's not all of a sudden. I mean, we didn't get fat overnight. I mean, I didn't anyways. A long time. I ignored stuff. I, you know, ate garbage. I didn't take care of myself. And I didn't just suddenly wake up a little overweight one day. It happened over a long period of time. And that may not be the best analogy, but for my case... It's true. So we got, you know, uh, you know, I didn't step on the scale and I didn't weigh, you know, 180 pounds one day and 225 the next. It slowly happened. And, and the same thing with your car. So we've got to just remember the cars need some love every now and then. These owner's manuals trained us that, uh, you know, we don't need a lot of repairs till 100,000 miles or we don't need to do service. But over the years, <clears throat> you know, Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, when we came with all these 100,000-mile kind of things, if you will, and, and really deferred some maintenance back to when it was typically 30 or 40,000 miles. Well, the manufacturers are starting to find out that that isn't so good anymore, so they're reeling back some of those things. You know, spark plugs used to be every 100. Before that, they were 10 or 12 or 30 when we got into the 80s with electronic ignition, and now they're pulling some of those back to 40 and 60,000 miles, so it's almost almost like every single and I don't care I mean I've been doing this a long time had my shop almost 30 years I first became ASC certified in 1988 but we still got to go to the book it's not like it was where everything was just pretty much covered with a broad brush like in the 80s or 90s you had these there was a 30 a 60 a 90,000 mile service 120 and then you just started repeating the 30s again well, it's not like that anymore a lot of cars don't even have timing belts anymore so we're not talking about that so it's really really important to get to the owner's manual 
You said as a guide, the owner's manual is not the Bible. Uh, it might be the Bible for San Diego or someplace where there's just absolutely perfect weather 90% of the time. But that's not here. And it's not the Midwest either. It's not the frozen, salty north or the northwest where it's maybe not freezing, but you got a lot of salt and garbage on the road. And, it, and, and those kind of things affect the way that you do the maintenance on the car. So, again, not every single car. And even two identical cars are going to get different maintenance based on how they're driven, how they're taken care of, and what you as the consumer or the owner of that car, how you intend to drive and take care of that. You know, the person that just doesn't care and, and leases a car for three to five years and dumps it is going to be a totally different person taking care of the car the way I do for someone who's got a 13-year-old car with 190,000 miles on it. We better take care of those differently right out of the gate if you're going to own that one for a long time. So a lot of different ways to slice up the maintenance. So we can help you with, with any of those questions. One thing I want to address real quick, again, we talked about the fuel prices, five bucks a gallon car that I'm driving today happens to take premium. That's a BMW. But my Toyota doesn't take premium. That takes the cheap stuff, and I'm okay with that. That's good. Now, some people think that if you put premium in your car, it's going to make it run better or it could help with things, and that's just simply not the case. A premium fuel burns that has a different flashpoint than a regular unleaded fuel. And so if you put that in your car that's not designed for it, it doesn't burn right. It could actually be detrimental. You could get worse performance and worse fuel mileage because the fuel is not igniting when it should be. You know, if the program is programmed for a car and the computer is set to have a certain octane, it knows the fuel is going to fire when it gives that spark. Well, now you put a different fuel in there and the fuel is not going to fire when it gets that spark. And therefore, it could be detrimental to the fuel mileage. On the other hand, if you've got a car that does not require premium fuel and you have to put the premium fuel in there in order to make it run right or in order to make that detonation or that pinging go away, um, then at that point, you got to ask yourself, okay, this fuel is masking the problem because the car is not designed for that. Now, why is it that what's happening? Is the car pinging? Well, if the car's pinging, maybe we've got a timing issue. If the car's pinging, maybe we've got a spark plug issue. Spark plugs could be worn out, not firing at the right time, not getting a nice, healthy spark. Like they need to ignite that combustion or to make the combustion, ignite that air-fuel mixture. Um, you could have carbon buildup. We talk a lot about carbon buildup, carbon buildup in engines. It's kind of like I was explaining to somebody the other day, a little bit like asthma for your car. If you can't get the air in there, it can't breathe. If you want it in, you want to get it out. Of course, the cars typically don't get constipated. <laughs> However, a catalytic converter or something like that may cause some problems someday. So the point is, we want to use the right fuel. If we're, don't waste your money on the right on the wrong fuel. <clears throat> and if you have to buy the more expensive fuel to make your car that otherwise doesn't call for it, well, now we want to start figuring out what the heck is wrong with this car. What's going on so that we can get that set out of it. So I know the fuel prices are up because the winter blend. I don't really know. I'm not the chemist, but they got to do some stuff differently to put in the fuel. So, of course, the prices go up. And then I heard some shortages. I saw some gas stations out of gas the other day. So... And that wasn't because of a fuel shortage. That's because of a driver shortage. So all kinds of stuff happening. So 602-277-5827. That's how you get a hold of us. we got Tommy and Chris up and plenty of open lines. Take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Are you tired of wasting time and money on a subpar car wash? The interior isn't clean and there are water spots all over your ride? Hi, I'm Marcus, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Two great shops designed to come to you. With a five-star rated wash and detail, including reverse osmosis water to make your ride shine like new. Yep, that's right. No more wasting time or money for a bad car wash. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. 
this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of Age Nye Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurt's, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, and we are in here. Boy, I'm looking out the window. We've got some clouds. And Carrie, we totally screwed up today. How's that? We dropped the freaking ball. <laughs> no <laughs> April Fool's joke. We can still do something with the mean, 30. Well, yeah. the cat's out of the bag now because yeah. not yeah. only did we screw it up, then I let the cat out of the bag. We didn't have one. I was well, going to say, like, the show was canceled or there, there is today's a the last day. Coming to the the KTR News uh, website here pretty soon. Yeah. The two best looking guys in the Phoenix Valley are hosting a car show. Yeah, the best car show exactly. on at 11 exactly. o'clock, the right? The two best yep. looking guys. And exactly. I tell you, we got a face for radio on some right days, there. some exactly. days. That's uh, We got your April Fools in here. Hey, real quick, one April Fool. Um, she's not a fool. She's probably not listening, but yeah. I just want to say happy birthday to Lena. Lena is our old nanny and now good friend, and she's hitting the big 3-0 today. And I I won't even try to pronounce that uh, Colombian last name of hers. As Ristat Danzabu. She's not listening. Uh, Maybe she some knows of her who friends she is. Are, but exactly. Lena knows who she That's is. Right, yeah. And happy birthday to Lena That's if nice. you happen to be listening, although I doubt it. So um, let's see. We're going to get to the phones here. We've got Tommy. We've got Chris. We've got open lines at 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. Prices of the fuel going up. You know, we've got the summer blend. Hopefully, it'll even out a little bit. We just had spring break. Now's the time of year, and I've been talking to customers since October when we're starting to monitor things. We're monitoring little leaks. We're monitoring signs of something around the radiator. We're monitoring your tires. And the trigger, my trigger, is always... 100 degrees. If we've got some stuff that you're on the fence about, so to speak, or it's maintenance and we're deferring it because it's not that big of a deal, except 100 degrees should be your cue. I need to make sure my tires are working right. Make sure they got good tread. Make sure that the car is ready to go on my trip. Make sure the car is ready to sit in bumper-to-bumper traffic with the air conditioner on. You know, and, and, and again, talking about some of the fuel prices, what can you do to help save the fuel? It's spring cleaning right now time. If everybody wants to clean, clean your car. Get all the junk out of it. I know my vehicle accumulates crap it's got garbage it's got this it's got that it's got volleyballs there's probably knee pads under the thing there's probably a pair of cleats somewhere and some golf shoes i like to get a bin or a bag and i take everything out of the car and then i start putting back what i need and i'm talking empty the glove box everything because you imagine hauling around 30 40 50 80 pounds of extra garbage and maybe it's not all garbage. I'm not saying what's in your car is junk, but maybe it doesn't need to be in there. How many times we get a car come in there complaining about a rattle? It's the junk in the trunk. Uh, you know, the fuel mileage. You're carrying around 150 pounds extra all day. So little things can make a difference, just marginal. So hopefully we can help you with any of that. And we're going to get to Tommy. 
Tommy, if I push the right button in Chandler 2007 Hyundai, how can we help you today? Hello, gentlemen. We have a uh, 2007 Hyundai Sonata four-door, four-cylinder automatic air conditioning loaded that we inherited about four years ago, about 2018, early 2019. Mm -hmm. It had 28,000 miles on it when we got it. So it was probably the lowest mileage car in the country for that year. Um, It's 41,000 now. The last year or so, the AC has been blowing warm. It's never blown really, really cold, cold. It's blowing semi-cold. Been doing it for a couple years, and it doesn't seem like you're getting a lot of blowout on the fan. Okay. So you've got a a volume issue of air as well as not being as cold as it might be? It seems so, yeah. Definitely is not as cold as it would be for that low mileage. I Uh mean, the car's never been abused. Sure. Garage cups. Okay, so the question is why, right? I guess that's what we're getting to is what... what yeah, what, what, what do we do to correct it okay. before the heat arrives? So where a, do we go? So a couple things. The mileage on an air conditioning system may or may not always be a big determining factor as far as how it's going to perform, although it's a good indicator. It's kind of like a basketball. You fill it with air. If you play with it, it'll probably go flat over time. And if it just sits in the garage in the closet or storage cabinet, it's probably going to lose a little bit of air over time. Same thing with your air conditioning system. That air conditioning is a charged up system. It's a high pressure gas but it, in a perfect world it will never leak. But that doesn't happen. I mean the car's now what are we, 16 years old or something like that? 16 years yeah. old. So naturally it's going to lose a little bit of a charge. Maybe around the hose crimps uh, possibly through a Schrader valve or something like that. But then you also talked about the possibility of a little bit of airflow or lack of airflow volume. So if this car were present to my shop, you're coming into Virginia Auto Service. We're going to check it out and talk to you about that. There's two ways that we're going to do the service. Number one, you and I want to probably go off on a tangent here and talk about some air conditioning coupons, which I think are a big waste. They're, they're, you know, you see that $29, we're going to check your air conditioning. But you already know there's a problem with it. You don't need to go spend $29 to tell somebody that there's something wrong with it that you need to charge. But anyway, the, you can't just add a little bit of Freon. That's not the proper way to do it. The car, may, let's just say it holds two pounds of refrigerant, which is probably high for that car. Well, we don't know how much two pounds is. We can't see it. It's not like a jug of milk. It's not. There's not a scale we're standing on so we can add some more. There's no gauge. So you could add a little bit and see if it gets cold, but... You can also overcharge the system. An ounce or two can be as detrimental as being an ounce or two short. So what what we typically do, what you're going to want to have an air conditioning service done, they're going to hook up their recycling equipment. We're going to remove all the refrigerant from the car first. That's the first thing. We have to have a mechanically functioning system. So let's just assume that it's turning on. It's just not working well. We're going to pull all the refrigerant out and weigh it. And the machine does that for us. And then we're going to recharge it with the correct amount. So let's just say, you know, the thing holds 20 ounces and we only pull out 15. Well, now we're going to charge it back up with the appropriate charge. And then the system should be working. Now the question is, where did the other five ounces go? Well, you might have a leak. Did you lose five ounces a little bit over time over the last 16 years? Or did you lose five ounces last summer? Um, so we need to then, we're going to charge the system up, put some dye in it, and we're going to look around. We're going to look around the hose fittings and various places for leaks. I suspect that that slowly depleted over time, boiling the frog, so to speak. It didn't just go from perfectly cold to not so good in one day. So you might just find out that you have an AC, sir. it just needs to be serviced. Obviously, there's a leak somewhere if it was low, but we may not find that leak right away, and that leak may not be significant enough to spend any money to fix it. Just kind of like your football or the kids' basketball. You air it up three days later, it's low, so you put some more air in it. Now, you wouldn't want to do that with your air conditioner repetitively because it gets expensive, but we may not be able to find that leak. But the good news is once we've put that dye in the system, it's in there forever. So two years from now, when it starts to not blow so cold, now maybe we go take a look at that leak. Or next time it's in for service, we tell you, hey, or you know what? It might only last two weeks. So that's the consumer. Everybody needs 
please understand that the air conditioning repairs and service is oftentimes it's a two-step process. The first time is not a repair usually. That's a service. That's to get it back up to standard, have an evaluation, see if we can find something. Mm-hmm. So, right. that, so that's the part about making it cold. Then we have to have airflow. You talked about there might be some depletion of the volume of air flowing out. Yeah, the, the fan doesn't flow real cold. Yeah, so in that case, I'm going to suspect. Hi, I mean. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm going to suspect that you probably have a restricted cabin air filter. So just like the filter in your house that you're supposed to change every month or every three months, depending on the filter, you've got to change that cabin air filter in the car periodically, and that might be once. Where are those located? I've never even heard of that. Okay, so the cabin air filter is is typically in that car behind the glove box. You may have to remove the entire glove box. You definitely have to oh get the stuff God. out of it. And there's some sometimes there's some tabs where you can fold the glove box forward. And then there's a door in there. Mm-hmm. And it's behind that little trap door, if you will. Oh and, my God. Yeah, no big deal though. I mean all the shops are changing. So when you take the car in for your air conditioning service, remind them, but they're going to check or they should be checking the cabin air filter. So again, that's just restricting the airflow. It, if the car's not garage kept, if the car's maybe you know underneath a Palo Verde tree or underneath a, you know a, gosh what's the other one a mesquite they have those very fine leaves those all go on the cowling of the windshield and get packed so you know I would invite you or anybody else who's doing their spring cleaning open up the hood look at the base of the windshield if that's all full of leaves and garbage. Get that junk out of there. Vacuum it all out, especially now after the rain. That's what sits, and it molds and mildews. It could cause some rust, although not likely in Arizona. And then, you know, if you get that stuff taken care of, Tommy, I think you're going to be in good shape with your air conditioner, especially with the cabin air filter. Those can really restrict flow. I've got Andy, Jerry. We've got a lot of lines. I've only got a minute left, so I'm not going to get to your phone call right now. But all you guys and gals that are on hold, we will get to you after this quick break. And I did mention, Carrie, the coupon. You know, it's not there, there's no service on your car that's $29. Or $59 for that matter. So when you get that coupon in the mail and you think, oh, well, I'm going to go in because I got this coupon for $59. Kurt Morgan talked about this when he subbed for me. That is not a coupon to fix anything. You're going to pay $59 so they get an opportunity to tell you your car's already broken, which you know about. Those are just low-cost things. They're really not doing anything for your money. I would suggest save your money. If someone's got a $29 or $59 air conditioning coupon, Run because they got to find the money somewhere else. Listen to Bumper to Bumper Radio. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family owned and operated full service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state of the art technology and technicians. Bumper to Bumper Radio approved. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. And yes, that's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Doors. When I was growing up, my mom had to work three jobs to save our house. I love my mom. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house recently, I looked at the parts that the builder put on her garage. Parts that were designed to break, and the first thing I thought was to replace the springs, rollers, and hinges. And I also added decorative hardware to make the house look beautiful. Did you know the garage makes up 40% of your home's curb appeal? I wanted my mom's garage to not only look good, but it had to work right, too. When I started A1 Garage, I thought about my mom, and I thought, I'm going to treat everyone just like my mother. Call today and take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber to keep all those nasty bugs and winter out of your garage. The garage door is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service, and you'll be smiling today. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. 
Breaking news is always first. Always first. Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News Time is 11:30. I'm Troy Barrett. Arizona's price for a gallon of gas going up again. The statewide average is now four dollars and twenty-eight cents a gallon. Gas Buddy says that's the third highest price in the nation behind California and Hawaii. The Valley average right now sitting at four dollars and fifty-seven cents a gallon. The National Weather Service says the Flagstaff got a total of 162 inches of snow this winter. That's 72 inches above the average for the entire season. This is the fifth snowiest winter for Flagstaff in history. Time to check on traffic now, live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's Tom Keeble. Thanks, Troy. We're dealing with two crashes right now up in Deer Valley on the Loop 101 eastbound approaching Cave Creek. We have a crash blocking the right lane and shoulder, and then westbound as you approach the Interstate 17, you have the right lane blocked as well. You can still get to that junction there on the I-17. You just have to stay left until you can get around that crash. Uh, working our way south, we have a crash in Tempe, eastbound US 60 on the Mill Avenue off-ramp and further south in Chandler, westbound Loop 202 Santan at Alma School Road. A chain reaction crash there involving four cars. That's on the right lane as well. Stay left to get past that one. Tom Keeble, KTAR News. KTAR weather for the valley, partly sunny and beautiful today. Uh, breezy conditions for this afternoon. 81 is your forecast high for this afternoon. Mostly clear tonight and breezy too. 54 overnight. Sunday, it looks like it's going to be mostly sunny and a little bit breezy. 83 for that afternoon high. Once we head into next week, we're looking for uh, those temperatures to stay right around 80 for Monday, but get windy conditions, even blowing dust at times. That's possible. Tuesday is going to be mostly sunny and breezy. It's going to cool off into the 70s. Right now, it's 68 degrees in a Apache Junction Weather is brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Hey, driving impaired is stupid. Don't do it. It's simple and easy. You download an app. You can ride share. Don't ruin your life. And most importantly, don't ruin someone else's by making a horrible decision. Don't drink and drive. Don't drive impaired. I'm telling you that because I've known friends who have been on both sides of it, and it's awful. Spring is finally here, and we're celebrating. Come join us for the next Bunker to Bunker two-person scramble at the Core and Crenshaw-designed OODUM course at the Talking Stick Golf Club on Saturday, April 29th. Don't miss this one, as it's loaded with special prizes, raffle, awards, and breakfast. It even includes a coupon for a second round of golf. It's open to the public, and singles are welcome, but space is limited. So sign up today. For info and registration, go to BunkerGolf.com. Old-fashioned service with all the latest in modern technology. It's not a dream. It's what they do at Import Car Specialists. Conveniently located in the Biltmore area, right off the 51 at Indian School. The expert team at Import Car Specialists look forward to solving all of your import service needs. So bring in your classics, that old Triumph, Alfa Romeo, or maybe your new BMW, Mercedes, or Audi. They can take care of all of it for you. Check them out today at ImportCarSpecialists.com. Hey now, are you driving around in a filthy car and don't have two hours to waste sitting at an inconvenient location getting a bad car wash or detail? Hi, Scott Drummond here, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. And I'm Marcus Morton, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. We've been servicing the Valley for over 15 years with a five-star rated service. We come to you to wash and detail your car at home, the office, or even on the golf course. Check us out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com or PitStopDetailing.com. Hey guys, Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Trucks, minivans, SUVs. You're covered bumper to bumper on KTAR News. Okay, 
Hey, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here to help you with your car every single Saturday. And it looks like we've got some busy phones. We've got room for more, but I want to get after the phones right away. So 602-277-5827. That's how you give us a call and ask your question. doesn't matter what I'm talking about. The show's for you. So whatever's going on with your car, we want to help you with that. Questions, comments, whatever, fuel prices. I can look at some text messages. I forgot my login to the radio station, so I'm doing it from my phone. So I'm not going to necessarily respond, but I will talk to you. And one of those questions was about a 2011 Volkswagen Tourag with a hundred and some odd thousand miles, or maybe it was a TIG one, but it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute, but I want to get to the phone. 602-277-5827. We're going to bang through these first with Andy, Jerry, and Mike, and then go from there. I know Dan's down there, and we got one more or two coming in. Andy from Oracle, Arizona, 2000 Honda Accord. Andy, how can we help you today? Well, I got a Honda Accord. I bought it pretty cheap about six months ago. Has uh, relatively low miles for its age, and it is now getting ready to go into its second transmission. Okay. It happens to be a, uh, a Japanese transmission. And what I'm wondering is, because they, they, these, these particular year models had a problem, I found out after the fact. Is that a V6? With the, uh, no, it's the four-cylinder. Okay. And they had a problem during this year model where the, the metal screen filter that you put in the transmission, uh-huh. they put it in the middle of the transmission so you can't change it out. Right. And they get clogged, transmission gets hot, blah, blah, blah. What I'm wondering is if I get one of those low-mileage Japanese transmissions, put it in there, and then add an external filter, would that help the problem and prevent it in the future? Well, yeah, you can certainly do that. However, you know, that, that, I wouldn't call that a problem. That's just how the Honda transmissions are. That that filter's in there. It's not meant to be serviced. And, and you know, you think about it for a second. If it's all clogged up with debris... It's because there's a problem. Uh-huh. There's something wrong with the transmission if, it, if it's got okay. that, that much garbage in it. Now, some transmissions, you know, your General Motors and stuff, they have a or, – or various types. It doesn't even matter the brand. They'll have a, a, yeah. a paper element like like a, um oil filter does, and those will get clogged up with ultra, ultra fine um, graphite, if you will, just powder mm-hmm. sometimes. But but I don't know that that's necessarily a problem. The, the the transmission may have just given up the ghost, and that's what it is. Uh, because again, yeah, I just what I was. Yeah, I'm that, sorry. No, what that, I was researching on these transmissions was usually at about eighty or seventy or eighty thousand miles. Mm-hmm. In this particular year model, they tend to go out, and it's a problem. Yeah. It was never recalled. Right. And I'm just wondering if I put an external filter, if that would prevent it from happening yeah. at another seventy or eighty thousand miles. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the that's one of the reasons I asked you about whether or not. Um, excuse me, um, whether it was a V6 or not, because one of the other things that you can do to help make that transmission last longer is at the same time if you're going to go through the trouble of of not wiring in but putting running hoses and adapters and stuff to put an external cooler you may consider an external filter you may consider putting a cooler on it because you got to remember honda when they came out with the v6 and they also put that in some of the early minivans they didn't upgrade the transmission they just got a bigger engine. So now you're used to a, a transmission that was used to pushing around a little uh, four-door car with a four-cylinder, and now they stuffed it into a minivan and put a V6 behind it with a lot more power. So we did see some heat issues on a lot of those Honda transmissions, but either one of those two items should help extend the life of that. So good luck with that one, Andy. Let's see. We're going to go um, – Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Jerry, is this uh, from Cortez, Colorado? 2013. Yes. yes, Matt. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Pretty good. I've spoken to you at your shop before. I'm coming in a week from Wednesday from Colorado, mm-hmm. and you're going to do the carbon built, yeah. carbon yeah, clean out. I remember talking to you. Yeah, we're going to do the GDI service, I believe, on your car. Right. Carbon removal. And I just had a couple questions on that. Is a you use a boroscope to check the valve the uh, 
carbon buildup on the valves? Yes, we do. Uh huh. Yeah, what we do is on a cold engine, uh, because of the equipment can't be warm, uh, the, the, the camera that we use articulates and it uses a fishing string to turn and make that. If you want to take your, your index finger and point and then curl it, we use a, it, that's got a, some string in there that articulates that camera. So we can't put that down in the hot engine. So what we will typically do is we'll, we'll remove the spark plugs on a cool engine and then rotate the engine around so that the valve is, the exhaust or the intake valve is hanging open. And then we can get the camera in there and take a look at it and see what that carbon buildup looks like. We can also Great. do, we can also do it by going through the intake. Sometimes we can remove a vacuum sensor yeah. or remove a map sensor or a vacuum hose and put the camera down there and get it to articulate down and take a look at the cylinders to, to Great. yeah, because, to uh, I was wondering about how you would check that out, and I I ordered some new plugs mm-hmm. so I could give them have you put them in if you have to pull the plugs to put that in. Sure, yeah, it wouldn't be much more labor. No, no, okay, it's not. and it's yeah, it's not. Yeah, too I might much. as well. It's it's not and too it's much more. Great, and it has the uh, tune, so it's has to be gapped like at Twenty-four to twenty-five thousand instead of twenty-eight to thirty thousand. Yeah. Now I forget, so Jerry. Are you having any symptoms with your car? Or are we doing this as no, preventative I, maintenance? I, this is mainly as a maintenance yeah. thing. But I kind of like to, you know, if you could possibly show me a picture of before and after oh, at least sure. one of the cylinders yeah. possible, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll 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 definitely do that. So we'll look forward to seeing you. And for everybody else, what Jerry's talking about, you heard me mention something about carbon buildup in the, earlier in the show. And in these, in, in his particular Audi, Mini Coopers, BMWs, the Ford um, EcoBoost, even your Hyundai's and your Kia's, a lot of cars have direct injection. And real quick, what that is, we're now injecting the fuel at a super high pressure directly into the combustion chamber. What we used to do was inject it into the airstream. So what happened? You see those little happy Tecron commercials and Sally the Subaru and whatever on Tecron and put Tecron in your fuel. That was great because not only in the airstream you had the air but you had the fuel and you had some cleaner and that would all go in it would hit the valve and polish not polish it but clean it off and nothing the gook so to speak wouldn't stick well now with the direct injection we've taken the opportunity to have that fuel in the airstream out it's now just going directly into the combustion chamber so all we've got in the airstream now is a super super fine mist of oil and that's like bugs on the windshield it just starts collecting and collecting and then pretty soon it's like i said the asthma for your car. So what we're going to do on Jerry's Audi is we have a process to go clean that off. And and we've done testing in the past. We've done stuff on a dyno carry. You got a question? Well, yeah. You guys are like doctors the way you go at the the cylinder head. My God. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the colonoscopy for your right, car, exactly. maybe. It's crazy. And, you know, and even some of the other stuff. I mean, we're using pressure transducers and sensors. If you saw some of the stuff that we're hooking up, I mean, I, I had a doctor's visit follow up. They did a EKG the other day, we're hooking more crap up to your car than the doctors hooked up it's to high me. tech, baby. And it's, and it's more complicated to read, actually. So, um, yeah, there's a lot going on, but we want to remove that carbon. That's what we're going to do on Jerry's car. So, you'd be surprised. It doesn't have to be a high-performance car, although his... His Audi S4 X6 is a hot rod for sure, but uh, you know it's happening on your regular cars too. And I'm gonna suspect that we might find a little bit less buildup on on Jerry's car. He's got it tuned. He might hot rod that thing a little bit. You know they they call it the Italian tune-up or all kinds of stuff. You see your grandpa say blow it out. Well, there's something to be said about that. I mean, and and, and then when we do that service too, it continues to clean over time. So we encourage people after you've done that. I mean. It's like pit road. I like watching races, and if you're a regular listener, you know that. So I tell people, man, you get up to that green light and that red light at the uh, at the freeway on ramp, man, stand on that thing and let it rev and help clean that sucker out. So we're gonna get to some more phones when we get back. Again, we got Mike in Sun City, Dan in Goodyear, Robert in Phoenix, and maybe some room for some more. And I'll take a look at those text messages. We'll be right back. What really needs to be fixed? 
Do you have trust in your repair and maintenance facility to actually recommend only the repairs that your car needs? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accurate Automotive. We pride ourselves and have built our business on our motto of friends serving friends for over 29 years by taking care of our customers like we do our friends and family. You don't always need a repair, but when you do, we advise and prioritize to let you know when you should get your work done. This way, you can plan for it, budget for it, so it doesn't come as a surprise. We also tell you when it might be best to make a repair to avoid future, more costly repairs to save time and money, keeping your vehicle safe and operating at peak performance. For quality automotive repair at a price that's fair, check us out on BumperToBumperRadio.com or any of the review apps. Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends in Mesa, Robeson, and Broadway. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com today. That's AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Tommy Mello here, owner at A1 Garage Doors. When I was growing up, my mom had to work three jobs to save our house. I love my mom. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house recently, I looked at the parts that the builder put on her garage. Parts that were designed to break, and the first thing I thought was to replace the springs, rollers, and hinges, and I also added decorative hardware to make the house look beautiful. Did you know the garage makes up 40% of your home's curb appeal? I wanted my mom's garage to not only look good, but it had to work right, too. When I started A1 Garage, I thought about my mom, and I thought, I'm going to treat everyone just like my mother. Call today and take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber to keep all those nasty bugs and winter out of your garage. The garage door is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service, and you'll be smiling today. song and play for Edith, driving faster than you want me to. She's always grabbing the grab bar and pushing on the dash or something. I'm like, well, oh, woman, not going that fast, you know? I have a little burst of speed. It's all relative. Yeah, so exactly. welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Let's see. I forgot the order. We got uh, Mike, Dan, Robert, maybe room for one more, 602-277-5827. Here's a great question for everybody. Even though you're not maybe driving a 2016 Volkswagen <laughs> like this person who sent in the text, but it still broadly applies. 2016 Volkswagen Tiguan has 101,000 miles on it, and the, and the engine, when should I do a tune-up, and when should I have the transmission serviced? Well, first thing I would do, I don't care if it's a Tiguan, a Tahoe, um well, maybe not a Tesla, but I'm trying to come up with my rhymes. But Tiguan, Tahoe, whatever it is, Toyota, get your owner's manual out. And let's just look at the owner's manual. You got 101,000 miles. I want to look at what was due at 100. And then I want to go look at 105. And then I'm going to back up and see what was supposed to be done at 90. And just look at all that stuff. Maybe you didn't buy the car brand new. Maybe you bought it with 70 or 80,000 miles on it. But whatever the case is, you ought to look at your owner's manual and get familiar with the things that should have been done or that are coming up on either side of your current mileage. And then what you ought to do is get any paperwork that you have, any kind of services, repairs, oil changes, and put those into a chronological order. Your Volkswagen with 100,000 miles on it, I'm going to say on that car, it probably the first cycle of spark plugs, I think, on that car, believe it or not, was 40,000 miles. So if they were done at 40 like they were supposed to, if that's the case, that means they're done at 80 again. And if you did them at 80, they're not due at 101. They're due at 120. So that's why we want to look at the service history. Now, maybe they weren't due till 60. That's going to put, if they were done at 60, or if they weren't, they're either 40,000 miles past due, or you still got 20,000 miles to go. So 
we don't want to duplicate, replicate unnecessary services. So this is, again, this comes back to, Carrie, what I talk about a lot is don't be an auto repair orphan. Stick with that shop. We've had numerous occasions where maybe we, we're always servicing the car, but for whatever reason, the husband or the wife drove it that day and that, well, I'll go get an oil change because it's due. And rather coming back to the regular place, they go, and then it gets the, would you like to supersize this thing? Oh, hey, we're doing your change. You want some fuel injection cleaning today? You want one of these? You want one of those? And sometimes people just say yes, and guess what? You just wasted a bunch of money because they're not doing it off the condition. They're just doing it based on your app. sounds like a good deal. Yeah, they're just doing yeah, it based yeah. off the appetite. Exactly, of they can't yeah. see you sitting in the drive through at McDonald's, and God knows you don't need to supersize this price, but you do anyway because they offered it. It sounded good. Hey, you want this with your oil change? So, so, so. After that, you've got your maintenance records put together, and now this is money well spent. I don't just if you go into most shops and you ask for a tune-up, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a tune-up, whatever the heck that is. You want to go in, or I want you to go in and say, "Hey, I've got 101,000 miles on my car. Here's all the service records, Mister Repair Shop, that I've never been to before. Can you please?" Do a complete vehicle inspection on my car, and I realize that's going to probably cost me a hundred dollars, one hundred fifty bucks, or two hundred dollars. It doesn't matter what it is. And when we do that at our shop, we give it the full Monty. We're giving it the whole look over. And I always tell people, our job is to find every single thing wrong with your car, everything. But then we talk about it. Just because we found the problem doesn't necessarily mean it's really a problem or something you need to deal with. Again, I'm going back to Kurt a lot. Because you got a little bit of an oil leak doesn't mean we need to fix it. We need to monitor it, but it's our responsibility to tell you about it. So once we've done all this and looked over the car, then we're going to start making some recommendations. And that's where you need to have the conversation, ask the questions and participate and get involved in that. So whoever that was that sent the text message and anybody else that's got that 100,000-mile car, and I've said it before, a lot of people are keeping cars that they've never owned a car with seventy or 80,000 miles on it before because they always got a new one after three or four years. And guess what? Some times have changed. So um, – so that's how I'd like to see you handle the high-mileage car. And I am now going to blow through some phone calls here. So let's see. I'm doing a little bit differently today. We're going with Mike in Sun City. Got a Mitsubishi Outlander. How can we help you, Mike? Uh, yeah, I am uh, here lately. My, uh, I have the uh, air conditioner on, and uh, I am, like, stopped at a stoplight. All of a sudden, uh, it's just like really bogs down it almost to the point where it uh, uh, the engine stops uh-huh and I'm not really sure what's going on I'm sitting in the car right now with the air conditioner running uh-huh. uh, uh, in drive I've got my foot on the brake of course uh, and uh, it, every now and then it does bog down almost uh, the rpms almost go down to like three or four thousand. Three or four hundred, you mean? Not three or four thousand. Got to drop below a thousand. Oh yeah, yes. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. Do you have the sensation like some roughness, or you do you do actually yes. see the RPMs drop? So, so what's oh, happening? No, I see them drop. Okay, perfect, perfect. So originally, I thought, well, we might have a little bit of a motor mount issue or something like that. But the other thing that happens, everybody, you got to remember when you turn on the air conditioner, now you've added an extra load to the car. That engine now has got to, you know, it's got to turn. It's got to continue to turn the air conditioner. It's got that that extra load. So programmed into the computer programming, when you hit that little AC button, the computer says, hey, dude, the AC's on. The, the guy sitting there wants the AC on, so I'm going to go ahead and send my voltage out to the compressor clutch and turn it on. But then it says, oh, wait a minute, AC's on. We need to pick up this RPM by 200 RPMs or so. So a lot of times there's an adjustment that's uh, an idle air control or minimum air rate setting. So we can maybe go in and set the idle for the setting with the air conditioner, although I doubt on your 2001 that's going to be an option. And then we're going to look at this. That's a 2017. Oh, it's definitely not an option on your 2017, more likely. Um, but then we're going to go in with the computer, and we can look at the actual RPM, and we can look at the desired RPM. And if it's not getting there, the other thing that the computer does, and especially if yours is what we call fly-by-wire, 
There's an idle air control motor. And all that does is replicate you stepping on the gas a little bit. It's a controlled leak or it's a controlled orifice that bypasses the throttle body. has the same exact effect of you stepping on the gas. Well, there's only so much room in there that that computer can make that adjustment. So oftentimes what we'll find is some carbon buildup, not in the valves like I was talking about in your direct injection engine, but around the throttle plate and where the air enters the engine. Sometimes those can get dirty, so they need to be cleaned out. And then we can do sometimes just what is an idle relearn on the car. The computer over time should pick up deficiencies and wear and tear, but oftentimes they don't. So we can go back and do a minimum idle speed setting on that. Very unlikely you've got a problem with the air conditioner. It's a 2017. Arguably, it probably has, what, 70,000, 80,000 miles on it? Oh, no, I uh, drive a rideshare thing. I got 238,000 oh, miles. Okay, on. yeah, so chances are you might you might just have a little bit of carbon buildup in there. You need to get some maintenance done. So that's what I would do. I'd first start by having an inspection done. Get your maintenance fixed first. If you don't have a check engine light or anything to diagnose, make sure your maintenance is current. Make sure the things are cleaned off. Drive it, see how it does, and then you might have to go back for more. But I'm suspecting you're going to get away with a cleaning of the throttle body or removing moving some carbon buildup or something like that. So, Mike, I hope that helps you. Dan and Goodyear, I'm going to get you. I'm going to try and take a quick sip of my water while you're talking because my throat's getting dry. But, Dan, how can we help you with your F-150 today? Yes, sir. Good afternoon or morning or whatever. Um, so 2014 F-150, 140,000 miles on it. Uh, the radio has been out for a couple of years. I don't know what happened. I heard it's just kind of a... Uh, uh, an issue that Ford knew about with the audio control modules in them. But what I've noticed since it's been out um, is like a static electricity charge. So if I, you know, going into my community where I live, there's a gate code. When I go to press, you know, touch anything metal, I get a, a nice little shock. Oh, wow. Well, the other day at, um, you know, getting my kids some food, I passed my card along and I shocked the, the drive-through attendant. And I'm, and I can't find a ground that's not grounded. I, I, you know, went through all the electrical from, you know, inside where the audio control module sits, and I just can't figure out what it's coming from. Huh. You know, I don't think, and this is odd, I... You know, the cars are 12 volts, and you know, I don't know what the voltage is on a little on a little static electricity charge. I have a pretty high volt, probably, I'm guessing, but but no amperage. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would suspect that that's coming from from a radio issue. I mean, when you know, we work on cars, we've got to use grounding mats and stuff sometimes when we're working with some electronics. Oh. But you know what, you might try is just. You know, with the weather, although we did have some rain the other day, but when it's really dry out, we see a lot of static electricity. Mm-hmm. Go get some static clean stuff and spray it in the car and see if that'll help take some of that away. Um, okay. Man, there's something that's just sticking in my head. I've had this question before, and I just can't remember what it was. But I, I honestly <laughs> don't think there's necessarily a car problem causing this. I think it's dry air, maybe the combination of the fabrics okay. on the clothes and the seats and stuff like that. I mean, I know when I walk into Costco, I'm leaning on the cart, and I'm green. I can feel it, like, zapping my arm, a little static like electricity shock there so dan i don't know what to tell you on that one but try some uh static clean stuff or hit the laundry aisle at the grocery store and and see if you can get that to go away i suspect it's something to do with the dry weather so good luck with that that. thank you you're welcome and let us know i mean if you come out i'm always curious to find out if i'm if my guesses are right or not so thanks dan we appreciate it i gotta i gotta go we're going up against a hard time robert and mate uh, robert and phoenix i'm gonna answer your phone everybody thanks have a great weekend.